Chapter Thirty Five of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman. Section Thirty Five. Wagner. Richard Wagner, born in Leipzig, May Twenty Second, eighteen thirteen died in Venice, February 13, 1883. A Faust Overture Wagner, during his sojourn in Paris in 1840, wrote an orchestral piece, which, as he relates, he called an overture to Goethe's Faust, but which was in reality intended for the first section of a grand Faust symphony. The curious and interesting history of this work may best be told in excerpts from Wagner's correspondence with his devoted friend and benefactor, Franz Liszt. Liszt, to whom Wagner had sent the manuscript of the overture in 1848, wrote in 1852, October 7th, some months after he had produced the overture at Weimar. The work is quite worthy of you, but if you will allow me to make a remark, I must confess that I should like either a second middle part, or else a quieter and more agreeably colored treatment of the present middle part. The brass is a little too massive there, and, forgive my opinion, the motif in F is not satisfactory. It wants grace in a certain sense, and is a kind of hybrid thing, neither fish nor flesh, which stands in no proper relation of contrast to what has gone before and what follows, and in consequence impedes the interest. If instead of this you introduced a soft, tender, melodious part, modulated a la Gretchen, I think I can assure you that your work would gain very much. Think this over, and do not be angry in case I have said something stupid. To this, Fagner responded, November 9, 1852, you beautifully spotted the lie when I try to make myself believe that I had written an overture to Faust. You have felt quite justly what is wanting. The woman is wanting. Perhaps you would at once understand my tone poem if I called it Faust in Solitude. At the time, I intended to write an entire Faust symphony. The first movement, that which is ready, was this solitary Faust longing, despairing, cursing. The feminine floats around him as an object of his longing, but not in its divine reality, and it is just this insufficient image of his longing which he destroys in his despair. The second movement was to introduce Gretchen, the woman. I had a theme for her, but it was only a theme. The whole remains unfinished. I wrote my flying Dutchman instead. This is the whole explanation. If now, from a last remnant of weakness and vanity, I hesitate to abandon this Faust work altogether, I shall certainly have to remodel it, but only as regards instrumental modulation. The theme which you desire I cannot introduce. This would naturally involve an entirely new composition, for which I have no inclination. If I publish it, I shall give it its proper title, Faust in Solitude or the solitary Faust, 
a tone poem for orchestra he did not abandon it writing to liszt from zurich in january eighteen fifty five he congratulated him on the completion of his faust symphony and added it is an absurd coincidence that just at this time i have been taken with a desire to remodel my old faust overture i have made an entirely new score have rewritten the instrumentation throughout have made many changes and have given more expansion and importance to the middle portion the second motif i shall give it in a few days at a concert here under the title of a faust overture the motto will be der gott der mir im busem wohnt kann tief mein innerstes erregen der über allen meinen kräften front er kann nach außen nichts bewegen und so ist mir das design einer last der tat er wünscht das leben mir verhasst but i shall not publish it in any case this motto which wagner retained has been translated as follows the god who dwells within my soul can heave its depths at any hour who holds over all my faculties control has over the outer world no power existence lies a load upon my breast life is a curse and death a longed-for rest the overture in its revised form was produced in zurich january twenty third eighteen fifty five at a concert at the allgemeine musikgesellschaft two days later liszt wrote to the composer you were quite right in arranging a new score of your overture if you have succeeded in making the middle part a little more pliable this work significant as it was before must have gained considerably be kind enough to have a copy made and send it me as soon as possible there will probably be some orchestral concerts here and i should like to give this overture at the end of february wagner sent the score with a letter in which he said herewith dearest franz you receive my remodeled faust overture which will appear very insignificant to you by the side of your faust symphony to me the composition is interesting only on account of the time from which it dates this reconstruction has again endeared it to me and with regard to the latter i am childish enough to ask you to compare it very carefully with the first version because i should like you to take cognizance of the effect of my experience and of the more refined feeling i have gained in my opinion new versions of this kind show most distinctly the spirit in which one has learned to work and the coarseness which one has cast off you will be better pleased with the middle part i was of course unable to introduce a new motif because that would have involved a remodeling of almost the whole work all i was able to do was to develop the sentiment a little more broadly in the form of a kind of enlarged cadence gretchen of course could not be introduced only faust himself a siegfried idol in the summer of eighteen seventy august twenty-fifth wagner was married at lucerne switzerland to cosima daughter of franz liszt and the comtesse de agault 
and the divorced wife of Hans von Bülow. Siegfried Wagner, the son of Richard and Cosima, was born at Cheepschen near Lucien, June 6, 1869. In a letter dated June 25, 1870, two months before his marriage to Cosima, Wagner wrote to a friend, She, Cosima, has defied every disapprobation and taken upon herself every condemnation. She has borne to me a wonderfully beautiful and vigorous boy, whom I could boldly call Siegfried. He is now growing together with my work and gives me a new, long life. Fagner was then fifty-seven years old, which at last has attained a meaning. Thus we get along without the world from which we have retired entirely. But now listen. You will, I trust, approve of the sentiment which leads us to postpone our visit until I can introduce to you the mother of my son as my wedded wife. Cosima, according to Lina Raman, was born in Bellagio at Christmas, 1837, the Siegfried Idol was written by Wagner as a birthday gift to his wife, and it was first performed December 24, 1871, as an obad on the steps of Wagner's villa at Chiebschen. The orchestra was a small group of players gathered from the neighborhood. Hans Richter played the trumpet, and Wagner himself conducted. The themes out of which the idol is evolved are, with a single exception, motifs from the Nibelungen music drama Siegfried, upon which Wagner was engaged when his son was born. The exception is a German cradle song, Schlaf Kindchen Balde, Vöglein Fliegen im Walde. Wagner dedicated the work to his wife in verses, which have been translated as follows. Thy sacrifices have shed blessings over me, and to my work have given noble aim, and in the hour of conflict have upbore me, until my labor reached a sturdy frame. Oft in the land of legends we were dreaming, those legends which contain the Teutons' fame, until a sun upon our lives was beaming. Siegfried must be our youthful hero's name. For him and thee I now in tones am praising. What thanks for deeds of love could better be? Within our souls the grateful song upraising, Which in this music I have now set free. And in the cadence I have held united, Siegfried, our dearly cherished son, and thee. Thus all the harmonies I now am bringing, but speak the thought which in my heart is ringing. End of section 35